hello 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 there my favorite fucking god children it is me your sexy sultry amazing fucking godmother back again with another episode of sexcapades and doom days what is up guys what's up i've missed you i it's been a while honestly i feel like it's been a while but it really hasn't because i know it has been has it well anyway good morning how is your fucking friday mine is going up exceptionally well honestly actually my week is going exceptionally well apart from the cold that i have um me as a person in general i feel really happy very rejuvenated i've let go of a bunch of my entanglements and i'm feeling really really self taken care of you know there's no more stress no more um getting myself into situations where i don't want to be in but some of the entanglements were really really interesting really fun really sexy really hot and heated but you know we're not gonna get into that um before anything i'm sorry you're gonna hear my voice and i have a cold a horrible cold at that um i'm supposed to medicate myself but i haven't been doing that and yeah, it kind of makes my voice sound a little bit more, mm, mm, more like raspy, I guess. Kind of sounds good. It feels like I've just woken up or something like that. But anyway, we're not going to get into that right now. As usual, before we begin a fucking episode, I just want to thank every single one of you for listening in for tuning in last week's episode was fucking amazing thank you to everyone who sent in your voice messages for that amazing pride month special thank you for didi for actually coming in and you know helping me with the episode it was really fun i really had a good time um i had a good i had a great time in general honestly but yeah thank you guys so much for literally being so supportive um the first season is about to come to an end um there's gonna be definitely a new angle from watching (laughs) a lot of things um i've been doing a lot of my research and i think the thing that i'm gonna talk to you about the next angle i'm gonna talk to you about is something really special so yeah uh all in all just thank you guys um this weekend is gonna be crazy for those of you who are going to naivasha please 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 be safe um if you guys are gonna have sex have safe sex you know that is where that's like the breeding point for all these stis and roofies and all that stuff so please my fellow people be safe protect yourselves um walk in packs and herds it's not that bad if your friends are there with you you know um you are allowed to say no consent is a major thing so if you are not feeling comfortable with something please do not hesitate to voice how you feel that is all i have to say but all in all enjoy yourselves i can't wait to see the videos i can't wait to see what you know everyone will be posting that's gonna be interesting i don't know if i'm gonna be there i don't know if i'm gonna stay home but all in all let's enjoy our fucking weekend all right straight into the fucking episode (laughs) i feel like 
I've not done this for a while by myself. So it's kind of like crazy uncomfortable. It's like, it's not uncomfortable, but more like it's like nervous how it was the very first time. And with my cold, it feels like even 10 times worse than how it feels on a normal day. But anyway, we're going to get into it. Like I said, I have let go of a bunch of my entanglements. And there's one entanglement that I feel was really hard to let go of. Um, mostly because it was a good, it was a good fucking entanglement. Was I digmatized? I don't think I was. I, I'm just, I, I just have to say, it was a, it was a very interesting dynamic. And for that, I would say it was because he was my dom and I was his sub, right? Ah, that, that sounds very horrible to say out in public because 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 i've never admitted to being a sub right i'm always the dom i'm always the fucking daddy in these situations but apparently your godmother decided to sub for someone for the first time in her life that was very interesting and it, it kind of took a lot of my it made me crazy guys let me just tell you it made me insane I don't think I was digmatized. I probably was, but probably was not. It was like on the verge of digmatization, but then also kind of on the like I was on the fence. Let's just say that I was on the fence. But that brings me to the topic of doms and subs. Like obviously we all know doms and subs, but we we know that we've seen it in movies we've seen it and we've read it in books we've heard it on podcasts um we've uh, listened to people talking about it our friends even bringing it up in conversations but do we really understand what dom and subs really are now this doesn't just come into play with you know bedroom versions only this also comes into play with being outside being you know around each other um so there's different types of doms and there's different types of subs and i'm I'm not gonna go into all of that i'm just gonna tell you the dynamic between me and my entanglement right um if he ever listens to this well and good hi what's up (laughs) i'm talking about you (laughs) for um we're still very cool with each other i hope jesus i hope we are um and yeah unfortunately i'm no longer a i'm no longer a sub i am back to being the daddy that i fucking am but anyway um so for us our dynamic was i was the bratty sub i always wanted to get my way always wanted to do things my way or the highway (laughs) but yeah um it was either my way or the highway and I wanted things my way and it was very it was a very interesting dynamic because I couldn't get what I wanted from him all the time um but yeah it was it was fun so basically let me say like an example for instance if I want like uh someone to pass me something like if i want my dom to pass me something i'd be like i want that he'd be like no 
say it properly ask me nicely and then I'd be like but I just did it was just like a a whole back and forth thing and I was talking to my best friend the other day and I was telling her how much I like banter and she initially came like initially she didn't know what the band like what banter was or she hadn't really found a guy who gave her banter um who they had banter with but recently she had and and that's what she's been telling me that she likes and she's enjoying these days recently and I am so happy for her because banter with someone that you like is literally the epitome of perfect (laughs) but anyways doms doms like to take control and I feel like that is the hottest thing and on the entire planet not just in bed but even in real life like if you find somebody who likes to take control take the wheel and make you submit but like not like but you still have your power that that is the most sexiest thing that you can ever have and i like how because okay so recent (coughs) not recently (laughs) oh sweet jesus um um basically another one of my entanglements actually asked me how i i like to be treated in bed and i said i like when somebody takes control and um you know dominates me and for the first time ever i've usually had wimp of men you know that's that's so i used to be the dominant obviously i used to get things done i used to get down and dirty and do my thing because I am the godmother I can't be telling you guys stuff to do and I haven't experimented on my own right guys so um when I tell you guys to do anal I would obviously have to have anal done in order for me to tell you how it is and how it feels and how you experience the shit um but yeah um all these guys that I've had have been wimps of men so excuse me i had to be the dominant i had to take control most of the time i had to show them how i wanted things done i had to tell them this and this is how i want you to make me feel i want you to fuck me like a slut like uh uh-uh, don't fuck me like that fuck me like this exactly <laughs> but um i have been pleasantly surprised that i haven't had to say anything with my dom mostly because he just he just kind of knows what to do like him in a general place just knows what to do also like i like how he challenges me you know um i liked how he challenged me i'm sorry i shouldn't have even said that uh but if a dom if a dom challenges you like basically just tells you like oh you can't even make me come guys guys um doms don't just choke somebody to death okay first of all you just need to have safe words with your sub and there's a lot of trust that needs to be going on in there there's definitely needs to be a lot of trust if anything if you want to have a dom i think or a sub i think the first person that you should probably ask would be either your significant other or i should have started with this honestly anyway it doesn't matter um 
would be either your significant other or a really really close friend of yours that you guys are fwbs with and you've decided that you guys want to be um doms and subs there should be a lot of trust because because the dom needs to know when the sub wants to stop and the sub needs to know when the dom is finding it a bit too much you know so obviously it's hard obviously you being like the dom taking control and you submitting would be really really interesting would be really fucking sexy on a normal day obviously and you getting good dick right um but at the same time there's always so much that a guy can do or the dom can do that would probably or definitely hurt the sub which is why they need to know okay i'm doing a bit too much i need to stop i need to also take into consideration how the sub is feeling their emotions are also in check which is why you guys need to have a close and tight-knit relationship so yeah um but doms usually dominate and sub usually submit right but what if a dom actually challenges the sub to be a dom that's sexy as well because they're giving you power for you to go back into the ring and fucking show them what you've got which is why they challenge you like challenge the girls girls like a challenge and the more that you challenge us the more that we will show you that we are fucking sluts we are literally whores in fucking bed so if you thought the girl was a slut when she was giving you the Glock like 9000 if you say like you can't make me come that's a fucking challenge and you will see she will be 10 times more of a slut than she was <laughs> the possessive twist is also like really really hot like if so, if the dom is fucking you or if your guy is fucking you or you know whatever is going on and you guys are having sex and then your significant other says like oh who's who do you belong to or stuff like that i find that fucking sexy mostly because um i think it's a kink i like to not necessarily be degraded but kind of degraded in bed you know um like tell me what you want me to do like treat me like your slut call me a slut um there's some people who like that there's some people who don't so if it's not for you just don't do it but if it is for you go right ahead and do it it's like just let it happen have fun um yeah the possessive twist like who's who do you belong to who's you know if it's a girl if it's a guy fucking a girl who's perceives this or stuff like that you know that that type of conversation just don't be quiet in bed i think we talked about this on an episode when you guys are fucking please don't be quiet in bed we need that type of communication it spices up the sex life you know it brings flavor to it you know pull their hair make her look at you while you're fucking fuck her in different positions don't be boring you know sex life is meant to be fun it's meant to be innovative but also you're not a porn star so remember that we can't be breaking legs and hands while we're fucking you know (laughs) but just you know make it innovative make it possessive make it fun have you know games when you do it 
there are some types of games you will find it out or i will tell you about it we'll figure it out together right of course we will because that's how we are we always figure the shit out um but yeah like i said don't make bedroom or dom and sub relationships boring it doesn't have to you can be a dom and a sub if you are not in a relationship you just need to figure out how you guys are gonna do it if you guys are gonna have ndas by the way just you know go ahead and do it like we've talked about this but live your life to the fullest i feel like we're all trying to figure out a way of of ourselves and our anatomies and this is the perfect way to do it so go right ahead have yourself a dom make sex life interesting have hair pulls type yourself up play with sex toys in the bed make bedroom sex interesting it doesn't have to even be on a bedroom go fucking on the fucking rooftop or on the floor on the table on the chair you know which reminds me of something but (laughs) but yeah you guys have fun right doms and subs are meant to have fun with each other you can research more on what kind of sub you want to be or what kind of dom you are or you know it's basically based on your personality i personally talk shit i talk shit a lot and the dom that i had talked shit even more than i did so um for me it was very easy for me to submit because it was just like the person already really kind of like how do i say had this dominant demeanor so for me it was just like okay yeah i'm a shit talker yeah i I believe that i'm a dom but here's somebody who is more of a dom than me so it's kind of easy for me to submit and it was kind of hot that he made me submit like that but yeah um yes but moving on swiftly i feel like we've talked about like sex in general obviously but do we talk about aftercare I think that we have talked about this once or twice in in some of the episodes um but we've like really brushed really quickly on it um we haven't really like stopped and talked about it for like a second so listen up listen up listen up listen up guys there's always aftercare for sex okay you guys have had sex you've been banging on the tables on the chairs put her on the floor you probably even hurt her banged her head probably or his head you know um but you probably hurt your significant other and the only way you're gonna find out about that is when you guys have aftercare now aftercare doesn't just mean like you have to go and take bandages or like make sure the person your significant other is like not banged up or stuff like that what aftercare means is just basically being there for your significant other after you guys have had your sexual endeavors right um doesn't necessarily mean that you need to get salt water and you know help her like if if you have a morning after pill and water ready after you guys have done that and you know that you've come inside her and you give her the water and you give her the pill 
that's literally a form of aftercare right um also like having your significant other next to you and having a cuddle session after it you know make sure the person you've just had sexual intentions with or how you've had sexual intercourse with is feeling like a princess after fucking her like a slut that that just that's literally aftercare kiss her ask if they're okay engage in cuddles you know don't make her feel like she was awkward actually if if anything compliment them like tell them you were so fucking sexy when you were you know writing me like that or you were so fucking sexy when i was hitting it from the back and then have a conversation don't make it awkward because the more that you make it awkward the more that they wouldn't want to do it again they wouldn't want to be that open with you and mostly for females i would say because i understand females more than anyone right because i am a female (laughs) i mean but of course (laughs) i'm a woman of standard (laughs) i'm joking uh it's not as funny as i thought it would be um but anyway aftercare for me is a very personal thing i take it with heart and if a person doesn't do it then they're an asshole and i will never go back to that to having sex with that person ever again um this is because aftercare just shows that this person wasn't just using you for their own sexual desires it shows that they actually take into heart your well-being like are you okay did they hurt you um are you overthinking something maybe you feel like you weren't doing something right just the fact that you have reassurance after the whole sexual debacle happens that that literally shows that that person cares okay and and that's what we need we need to amplify confidence for the next time for them to fuck you like even worse whores than they fucked you we need people to be disgusting in bed and the only way to do that is aftercare if you don't get that then that's your problem okay um i'm just trying to help people here I'm trying to help people, okay, guys? So, aftercare is a thing. Please, please do aftercare. Jesus Christ, everyone needs to feel loved at after sex. And we know the post-nut um, mentality for guys, but just swallow it down for a second or like a couple of minutes before you chase the girl out of the house. Just cuddle her. <clears throat> My voice just kind of did a thing. But just cuddle them talk to them laugh even make a couple of jokes and then if after your post nut clarity happens and you're just like you know i can't stay with you anymore as long as you've done that then that's typically okay right but then also some guys are assholes and that's apparently a thing that we people fall in love with we go for the bad boys and we leave the gentlemen oh that's such a nice transition Honestly, I really am getting good at these transitions. I'm feeling more confident as the podcast goes along. Um, although I am a bit exhausted. Um, I should have mentioned it. I shouldn't have mentioned it because I started yawning immediately after I said that. Um, but yeah, um, 
we tend to go for the bad boys we tend to go for assholes we tend to go for players we tend to go for these un emotion emotionally unavailable men and we leave the gentlemen alone but this is something that i need us to get into our heads the bare minimum that these assholes give us the bare minimum that these bad boys give us is not being treated like a queen okay the bare minimum and i'm gonna repeat that again the bare minimum doesn't mean that you're treated like a queen let's not accept the bare minimum you are not being treated properly by someone just telling you that you look pretty you are not being treated properly by someone texting you every 2.5 seconds that's the bare minimum you are not being treated properly by somebody telling you that they're gonna be there for you and then when you need them they're not right the bar is literally not that low ladies come on we we need to put our stakes up higher we need to be women of standard and actually decide that these men are not going to treat us with the bare minimum now the science behind us obviously liking bad boys is because well because they're unattainable that that thing that's unattainable is what we like to chase we like the chase we like having somebody who every girl can't get and the idea of you having to be that one girl that you can actually get him and change him just it literally fucks with our mind and i don't think it's just for girls as only i think it's for just everyone if you have a person that's unattainable and like literally an asshole um you would definitely strive to get that person because obviously you like them um in order to change them like you you'd be like if i'm the only person that gets this guy or this girl or this person then everyone would envy that right but that's a horrible mindset ladies people everyone listen up gentlemen is where it's at okay okay yes listen to me and listen to me good gentlemen is where it's at let that man treat you like a fucking queen or goddess that you are okay let that person treat you like a fucking goddess they need to treat you like they're worshiping you right with the bare minimum and the above average and everything on it on top and above and beyond you need to be treated properly and you know that's that's where it's at because once oh this i had a perfect statement for this gentlemen will treat you like a queen but then fuck you like a slut do you understand and then the whole dom sub thing and aftercare that we've just talked about prior you don't get it from bad boys you get it from gentlemen get that in your mind please um stop looking for these horrible horrible people um and actually go for people who take care of you people who want to see you thrive people who would um definitely tell you like you're doing something wrong here and try to see the better version of you but at the same time in the bedroom they just like take off your fucking clothes and fuck me like you mean it
or I will fuck you like I mean it, you know? Please just do it to me right now, Poppy. <laughs> but yeah, um we should stop definitely looking for bad boys. The unattainability is dying out. We are tired. We're now looking for people who actually take care of us, love us for who we are, and actually can see through rose-colored glasses, you know? Because love is indeed blind. Apparently, it's a scientific thing that when you have a crush on someone, you over-exaggerate them in your mind that you actually overlook their fucking flaws. That's horrible. That's really horrible. But anyway, we shall not get into that. Um, Speaking of guys actually don't throw away all your guys now recently i've been reading a book and it's called the four-man plan and that's what we're talking about right now so the four-man plan is basically a planning your men planning how to get to the four the full man or is it the four four full man i don't know i i can't really I, I don't, it's really vague in my mind right now, but yes. So it's a four-man plan. Starts with a quarter man, goes to the half man, goes to the one and a half man, and there's the two and a quarter half. You basically get the point until it gets to the four man, basically. That is when you can say that you have husband material. Now, sweethearts... Don't limit yourself to one man, please. Don't look for just one man and dump all your expectations and daddy issues and mommy issues and every every fucking issue that you have on him while looking for him. If you have daddy issues and unresolved things, obviously it will show in your dating life. It will show in your relationships and it will show on you. What you're supposed to do is when you're going out, you are looking for quarters quarters like five bobs right so we're looking for five bobs and we need those five bobs i think we used to have 50 cents yes we used to have 50 cents but that's that's besides the point it's not about the money (laughs) don't get me mistaken it's not about the money it's just we the men are now five bobs and then the the full man would be a 20 bob right okay good thank god that one we already got it all right so (laughs) i wish we had visuals for this shit so that i can stop talking like this and trying to explain whatever is in my mind but it's not actually happening anyway so the men are five clubs so when you go to a club um just make sure you have you know your number on a piece of paper go up to those people that you've never talked to before don't don't have your expectations and deal breakers when you're going to look for these people you are just going to have a good time out with your friends and your girlfriends if you see somebody that's attractive go up to him say hi and be very confident hi my name is so and so um i like your shoes or start a conversation based on what is in front of you based on him based on you anything right so for instance hi my name is so and so uh no wait hi my name is godmother i uh i like your hair actually yeah you look really smart with that and then you know put in a joke or something like that at the end of the conversation 
you need to have left it as interesting as possible for him to ask oh can I have your number and then you say yeah sure and then once you give him your number that is a quarter man that's a five book man okay I hope my point has come out properly so now he's one of your very many people that you can go out on dates with remember you are not going there to find a husband you are not going there to find a boyfriend you are going there to have a quarter man a five bob man that you will put into your jar of men that when they keep on growing and upgrading into different levels of men like on your level list that's when you decide okay so this one is husband material this one is boyfriend material okay now i I hope i have i have explained that properly because i feel like i haven't but anyway if if i haven't really explained it properly just go download the four-man plan book because it's really been helping me with my romantic romantic life it's which is why i've cut off my entanglements right I haven't really cut cut all of them off but I've cut I've cut off my entanglements. The moral of the story is collect as many men as possible in order to have very many varieties of of basically what you would want in a man, right? Um we all have expectations, we all have deal breakers, but when you're going to do this four man plan, you don't have to have your expectations and deal breakers on him because unfortunately, men are there to dis- disappoint us. <laughs> they will lie, they will cheat, they will steal, they will destroy. So you need to go in there knowing that you don't have any expectations in plan just yet. The reason as to why I'm saying this is because once you have expectations and deal breakers, you're now looking for a boyfriend material and they can smell desperation. They can smell you wanting that and obviously they will avoid you like the fucking plague. You are supposed to go in there like a bee filled with honey and other bees are supposed to surround you. Exactly. That's that's just what I, I meant to say. And this four-man plan actually works magic. It makes you so much more confident than how you were. So, yeah. Um, but also make sure you tell... Like, you, for females, as females, if you tell another female that there's another female there, we're going to catch feelings that obviously we're going to leave, right? Because we don't share. There's going to be claw fights and it gets really, really ugly. But for guys, when you tell them that you're seeing other guys it's like a competition for them because obviously for them there's an end game there's always an end game for a guy and they're born and bred with competition in their minds so obviously there are people who want to play the game and there's people who want to win and then there's people who just are comfortable being the bums that they are i shouldn't have said that and i'm sorry but it's just the reality of the fact right so you need to find by you just putting out there that you're seeing other men or seeing other people it kind of helps the situation you know if that makes any sense um i'll explain it more in the next segment of this um of the podcast that is to come i'm actually yeah i should i should actually explain the four-man plan on the next episode I've got to do fucking research and 
well I have research I'm just gonna write it down properly so that I explain everything properly right um but just letting you know that us as females we are allowed to date very very many people mostly right now we're trying to figure out our lives and I encourage you all of you not just females to date just date have fun go on dates and don't um stick to someone specific right find out who you want because in our lives we have soulmates and if obviously there's like seven point something billion people in the world you you find a different soulmate in every single person that you meet so yes honeys my lovely god children go on dates find new people talk to new people find new interests but honestly the thing that i can advise you on is be yourself with every person that you meet be your authentic yuck authentic self right um don't let anyone put you down don't let anyone tell you to be a certain type of way or if you've seen a certain type of person and you like them and they're holding a tennis racket don't pretend that you know how to play tennis because honestly you're not going to take the classes to play tennis and they don't even get they they're not even going to care about it at the end of the day but if you lied they're obviously going to care about it so don't lie to your authentic self and that's it honestly just be you so yeah guys <laughs> like i said next episode we're gonna talk about the four-man plan i'm gonna come with full-on facts and explain it properly because i know i've been i've literally brushed on it so yeah like so fast but yeah i will explain it properly thank you guys so much for listening into this episode with my horrible fucking cold and the words that were not coming out of my mouth because honestly i don't know I love you guys. Have a fun fucking time in Ivasha. Um, if you see me there, you don't know how I look. But if you know how I look and you see me there, don't be afraid to holla. Just be like, hey, Godmother. And I'll be like, hey, what's up? Let's take a picture. And then you can keep it in your gallery for the rest of your life. <laughs> anyway, I love you guys. I love you guys so, so, so much. Have a good fucking time. Have a great weekend. Um, I love you. Drive safe. Don't drink and drive. But have safe sex. And get those squats in, girls. Because we about to jiggle some booty on somebody's sun's dick. Did I say that properly? I don't know. But yeah. Um, unfortunately, Pride Month is coming to an end. And I didn't want that to happen. But yeah. Um... Pride month is every month, so yeah, love who you want, love, just love love in general, and um, yeah, fuck whoever you wanna, love whoever you wanna, and have a good fucking weekend, I love you my babies, bye!